Welcome to the Bagel Boys Show. This is a movie podcast that's not meant to be taken seriously, seriously. We go through different miniseries covering five-year-old films, franchises, and finally actors. And this is our franchise series on the movies of Rocky. Hi, my name is Rocky Balboa. Welcome back, Daniel. Thank you. To the studio, mm-hmm. to a show we left behind. It's been so long. I have not heard the words Bagel Boys in a long, long time. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I, I dusted off my old Bagel Boys uniform. Thank you for uh, abiding by our dress code. It's only mm-hmm. been, you know, 64 weeks, but, you know, you finally got it. We sent out uniforms day one, and Daniel's just disregarded it. Like I didn't a, like the color. Like a rebellious schoolboy. <laughs> it's a schoolboy uniform. <laughs> that just, that just makes us weird. I don't know why you insisted I wear this. But. Here we are. I don't know why you insisted we do a franchise that's not finished. <laughs> Hey, I mean, Spider-Man wasn't finished? Now was it? Yes Mm -hmm. and no. Mm -hmm. There were spinoffs and, you know, different trilogies, some finished, some unfinished for one reason or another. Agreed to disagree. Sure. This is very much like... Okay, so (laughs) for context here, Mm -hmm. Creed 3 will eventually come out being written in production in some way or another. Do we know that for sure? We do know that for sure. Did you, you do research in the yeah, three weeks off? <laughs> I know, but it almost seems like, it almost seems, I don't know, I got my doubts. Because they don't, don't even seem like they have a story planned. They... Rocky's probably not even coming back. Rocky's probably isn't coming back. We'll get, we'll get into that. Before we get into that, we do need to get into something we missed last time. And that is our recap. Oh, the old-fashioned recap. The old recap. We forgot to do it. Uh, I won't hide. It was completely on my part to, to ask Daniel to recap the previous movie. So, no, I should have reminded you. Don't take the fall. I'm going to take the fall because you're about to fall on your face here. Because I am not issuing a challenge for Creed 2 or even Creed. Mm. I want you, because this is the last episode of the franchise oh, series, boy, I know where this in is going. eight seconds... To recap Creed three. To re <laughs> to recap the entire franchise. Oh boy. Eight seconds? Eight seconds. Well, you get a second per movie. I think okay. that's fair enough, right? Oh. <laughs> it's more than fair. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Okay, so for anyone who's just now jumping in and for the loyal listeners who are here, you know, three weeks late, we're so sorry. This is for you. Uh Daniel is going to attempt to recap. The entire Rocky franchise. Can I stretch first? In eight seconds. And get ready. Hold on. Here hold on. I got, we go. Rocky loses a fight, then he wins, and then he wins a lot more than he loses. Apollo dies. Uh, he has a baby, and the baby becomes a punk, and then... Time. 
Wow, that's. <laughs> did I say? Did I say the baby becomes the punk? <laughs> Is that get baby punk Creed? <laughs> I didn't even get to Creed because I was so hung up on the baby becoming <laughs> just, a punk. I'm just imagining this baby who's a boxer, <laughs> and he's got a lot of attitude. He befriends a bully. He's got an earring. <laughs> If that doesn't hook you guys to watch these movies, I don't know what will. His nickname is Adonis Babyface Creed because he's an actual baby. He always wins because no one wants to fight the baby. He just bits up on his opponents. I mean, they made Boss Baby. Couldn't they make Boxer Baby? I guess they could. They could. I just don't want Creed voiced by Alec Baldwin. <laughs> That's where we disagree. Oh. Well, you know what, Daniel? This what? is the second Creed movie. Last, I was about to say last week. Last time on the show we talked about Creed. It did get the Baker's Dozen Award, uh, which keeps up the continuity of there's one every miniseries, which is something we've stated numerous times. that That's not a rule, but we keep kind of, putting ourselves in a corner that that seems to be the rule here. The baker's dozens find us it's <laughs> destiny that we pick every franchise yeah and there's always one mm-hmm. i was close to not being i'd say creed do you think creed the, was close to not being for you is the closest of the ones oh, are as you far serious? as like as far as like a consensus goes mm, yeah it's a spicy hot take mm-hmm. we will also be on this episode ranking the franchise at the end of the episode but the other bit of table setting to get out of the way is we'll make another announcement on our Instagram page. But I also want to make the announcement here now at the top of the episode before we get into all things Rocky and all things Creed that thank you so much for everyone who voted in our listener choice. That's the announcement. That Yeah, just my <laughs> gratitude. Thank you so much. Uh, it'll we've never decided, come out. <laughs> we've decided to not do any of the movies. In our best interest, we're going to do a hard right turn into all things uh, food related. <laughs> Seemed better in line with the name. People were getting confused. We're but, changing the... To, <laughs> so we have the movie boys, but we talk about food exclusively. <laughs> sure, the movie boys. <laughs> okay, okay. In yeah. all seriousness, Sorry. thank you for voting. Thank you for supporting the different films. And I gotta say, Daniel and I were... A bit surprised, but nevertheless, we are excited to talk about this year's winner, A Knight's Tale. We're talking about A Shark's Tale. A, a Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale, no. Knight's Tale. Um, we, it was a bit closer than last year. Last year, National Treasure uh, River Stomp, its competition, <laughs> and it wasn't even close. Like I I'd couldn't get... even tell you what the other movies were on that list, because it just demolished them. Even when I would get notifications for a different vote, I would I wouldn't even worry about like counting it. Like that's how <laughs> wide the gap was. This year, though, uh, it did come down. I, I'm not going to say which one was close uh, to winning because I don't want to disappoint you guys. Because I do want to promise here that a lot of the passionate fan base behind Night's Tale will be pleased with our episode, and that will be next week. And so, thank you all again for voting. Uh, we are happy uh, mm-hmm. to get all the engagement, and we hope that you guys enjoyed that listener pick episode. A little inside information. I voted for A Night's Tale because I have seen that movie one time. Daniel thinks his votes count. 
Uh, you took out my phone? <laughs> I subtract one from... Are you kidding <laughs> well, me? Well, as soon as you told me. Did you really? It was still... It's still one. Every voice <laughs> counts. No. It's a rigged system, and I will not participate That's the whole time. point of listener's choice. Uh, we have You don't own... think that we... Joe Biden and Donald Trump didn't vote for themselves? Why would you even bring up, like, anything political? <laughs> You are always allowed. You know what? I feel suppressed. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to rethink my future in the show. Okay. Anyway, I voted for the show, this episode. Because you voted for I, this episode. I voted for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I've only seen that movie once. And I was like, hey, I don't feel like Night's Tale is going to win. So I'll help the little, little underdog out. You didn't do any helping. Because like I said, your vote did not count. I'm mad about that. You are suppressed. How dare you? Did you vote? You voted. No. You voted, you sly dog. And you took out my vote. I'm looking at Emperor's new group over there. Like, Come on, little buddy, move. (laughs) Come on. Uh, No, but uh, we have our host pick. Daniel knows what it is. He just doesn't want to think about it. You guys will find out at the end of the Listener's Choice episode. Uh, It is is in line with the theme of last year's <laughs> cats yep. episode okay anyways without further ado let's get into this creed combo okay before we start debating what what votes count and what votes don't mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about that in different sure episodes. let's let's get on down here and pick up another segment that we forgot last time uh, the tr- the trailer park Gotta go on down yonder the trailer park. We're down here. We're just looking through these trailers. And I gotta say, Creed 2, it's got a nice looking trailer. This trailer has got balls of steel. <laughs> it's got a nice little DMX track going on. Going My hard. Heart. My soul. My balls. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, it's just so, it reminded me a bit of, even though the Creed movies harken back to like the original Rocky being much more dramatic. Mm-hmm. It had a bit of like that franchise cheese that we've come to love in the trailer. The trailer was a little cheesy. A little bit, yeah. I think so. Yeah. A little bit. Very self serious. A lot of shots of, you know, just characters looking on and having reaction shots and then cutting to the time of the music. It, it's a gr- I think it's my favorite Rocky uh, trailer. That goes without saying the. Uh, whatever that middle school production of the third Rocky trailer that we talked about mm. a few weeks ago. That takes the cake, obviously. But I still love the first Rocky trailer. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's just, it cracks me up. His time. manhood. <laughs> His manhood was How on the line. How can we forget? Okay. His manhood has been on the line the entire <laughs> franchise. Well, he does say in this movie that uh, Drago broke something in him that was never fixed. You can't, oh, man, don't jump right into phone quotables. We gotta save that. We gotta save that golden nugget for later. <laughs> Daniel's cashing in on bits that <laughs> that haven't been done yet. Uh, it's funny because you say that about the trailer, but I feel like the movie is pretty self serious mm-hmm. without the irony, and I kind of have to fault the movie for it. It kind of takes itself too seriously dang going right for the right for the jugular in the first shot he just i i you know me what's what's was your first time was that what you thought that's not what you thought the first time you watched this movie no the first time i saw this movie was in theaters yes with my dad mm-hmm. i gave him two options i said dad we're going to the theater we're going to see creed 2 or spider-verse what do you want to see you talked about this on the spider-verse episode did i yeah yeah and he said i want to watch a cartoon 
You don't like, want to watch a well, cartoon. Dad, that kind of breaks my heart. And he just ignored me and said, we're going to Creed 2. Like, All right. He hadn't even seen Creed 1, by the way. Right. So he just really did not want to see Spider-Verse. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to deal with these flashy cartoons. Uh, yeah, I saw it in theaters with him. And I liked it a lot more than I do now. I think it's just because I was so high off Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so excited to see these characters come back. Uh, so I had some rose-colored glasses, hmm. if you will. I think, I, and this will be a topic of conversation throughout this episode, I wonder how much of that has to do with, this is the first franchise we covered, like we, we talked about Spider-Man earlier, but mm. this is the first franchise where it's literally, chronologically, no spinoffs, the story of one man, and then now Creed, this other character. But it's still very much boxing the entire time. The one that goes off the rails the most is Rocky Five, and everybody knows how we feel about that. We love it. <laughs> ten out of ten. Uh, so I, the other one I'm interested after this, you know, burnout and everything is obviously a thing. I do want to watch Rocky Four director's cut that Stallone is working on. Right now, so I think that's supposed right to now? come like out right now. Right now, I think he's done. Should we pause the episode and go watch it right now? I don't know. It's not out yet. Mm-hmm. If we make Sorry. a call, we could make a call, but we are recording, so that'd be rude to our <laughs> listeners. Um, so yeah, this is the eighth movie where we're watching people throw gloves at each other, and y- you know, it after a while, it's hard to parse what your actual brain as a movie fan thinks and what like running a show about the same thing you can only reinvent the wheel so many times you can only say the lines this is all i know referring to boxing so many times (laughs) it it kills me you sound really bummed i i I do want to say that leading up to creed 3 whenever that comes out i'm going to be very excited i will go see it in the theater because of not only the context that seeing all the other rocky movies uh, did for me obviously this is climbing the rockies yes so like i said at the beginning of this franchise series i don't remember seeing this movie i know i did in 2018 and it's kind of i this sounds harsher than i mean it it kind of is obvious why mm-hmm. because a lot of notable things happen in this movie but they're not notable for the franchise necessarily whereas creed was like Here's a new character who has completely different motivations and completely different um, story path than Rocky did, but their places where there are where they are character wise match up so well, and the motivations with the writing and the story beats just mm. hit so familiarly in the best of ways and different enough that it it made it a baker's dozen and the direction. And everything and how the fight choreography was pulled off. It, it's phenomenal. This one, you have a lot of the same elements. But a lot of them are similar to the point of, alright, I've seen this a lot. It looks newer. It looks cleaner. It's flashier. It's crispier. <laughs> yeah. It's just, there's certain things I felt like were missing this time around watching it. That being said, it is obviously a two of a three things could change. It's hard to base this on a whole when we're only seeing, you know, two-thirds of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's a shinier, updated version of Rocky Three. 
Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's very forgettable and it's very hung up on uh, past Rocky movies and past themes and past dialogue and so formulaic that you're just kind of burned out. Mm -hmm. Creed was so fresh and new and you were so excited and then this went back to its old tricks again. You're like, yeah, come on. What's funny about that is some of like the tricks, as you say, are weirdly what works for me the most. Like when we get to the like the montage sequence in the movie and the fights oh, and everything yeah. it's the, the amazing cool. it, the montage yeah. is fantastic it is so good mm-hmm. where it falls flat a little bit for me is like in the more dramatic stuff which is odd because that's where creed succeeded more like as good as those long take fight scenes were and boxing matches were so engaging the dramatic moments between the characters, I was just as much uh, on the edge of my seat watching that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Whereas this one, as soon as like the fights are over, it's like, all right, this is okay. Like this is fine. I we'll talk about uh you know the Stallone zone, which is now like the the what do we call it Adonis Arena or something like that. I forget. We should now if we haven't before. Are we, we here? We are. We're talking about the main character, Michael B. Jordan, as Adonis Creed again. Ripped to the bone, the most in-shape person in, like, the Rocky franchise, he I feel was, like. He was the world's sexiest man. He was. Came out. D- he was. Every year. <laughs> I voted for him, but Wes took away my vote. <laughs> yeah, I have the power. <laughs> we can't let you be voting like that. <laughs> uh, you know, I, he's... <laughs> he's good. <laughs> he's good, That's yeah. The thing. It almost feels like he hasn't changed that much from the first movie, yeah, which is okay. It, he's, I feel like they're <laughs> repeating almost the same lessons in a weird way, where it's like, yeah. it's it should be different because what I'm seeing is, hey, he's becoming a father. He wants to move, uh, in not move in. He wants to move his relationship with Bianca along. Like he wants to commit all of these different things. Like it's, it's all these things that. I thought were a little bit rushed with Rocky because that's just who Rocky is and that's who Adrian, mm-hmm. you know, was. Yeah. This with them, it's like, it's rushed again. Where, like, in a movie, we go from, within the first, like, what, 30 minutes of this movie, we're introduced to him again and see where they are now. Where he's come, the fights that he's won are kind of talked over. He goes in, wins the championship, and then goes to propose... And then finds out that Bianca's pregnant. All within the first, what, 20 minutes, maybe? And so, where with Rocky, that kind of worked because he just seemed like a guy who just kind of did things. Creed doesn't, didn't feel like that guy to me. Like, he seemed like a very determined kid who caught feelings for this girl who also is on her own path of determination. And now... We're kind of playing the same beats over again, where it's like, hey, he in the second movie, he wins the championship, they're going to have a baby. And that's, you know, it's fine. It's just, like we've said, it's very familiar plot points, where I wish they could have they could have changed things up for this movie. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's grown a lot as a person. Mm-hmm. And also, the whole plot line with him having a daughter who's deaf... It almost they almost don't lean into that enough to where it's that consequential. Yeah, no. They have that one scene where he screams, then he leans down and is like, "I'm sorry," you know. Yeah. That's all you really get, though. 
Yeah. And Rocky asked that one question of like, will you love her? And he's like, of course I will. And then it, I don't know. Then he's more focused on winning the fight. Yeah. And then he wins the fight and then the movie's over. Like, I'm fine with, like, no lasting consequences. Because yeah. these movies don't need to be so no, serious. It's I, just, it's But this movie different. takes itself very it seriously. That's so the that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you're going to take yourself seriously, then you kind of... Right. I don't know. And so where they could go with that, like, the daughter, you know, having a hearing impairment and all that kind of stuff, will, you know, more pay off and have new struggles with that in another, you know, in the sequel. Mm-hmm them being married and having worked out all the relationship issues that come up in this movie, you know, it'd be weird to bring up more issues in the next movie where I feel like they could have left some things un, you know, unresolved or at least maybe introduce them later on in the movie or have consequences. I I had a take on this movie that I'll tell you about in a, in a minute that I felt would have been very, very interesting. And Mm. ever since the idea like took root in my brain. I I wanted it to happen. You want Carl Weathers to come back to uh, you know. Well, no. Uh, but that would be great. No. You want him hiding behind the tree. If like I want he's anybody back, if I want anybody back in this franchise, obviously it can't happen. But uh, the first two people on the list are obviously Mickey and Duke Evers. <laughs> you want them the anchors the... of this franchise? I think they could have been little angels floating above the stadium. Like you got it, kid. <laughs> I think they should have added that in. <laughs> <laughs> no, what if he was at his dad's gravesite and you just see Carl Weathers behind a tree with sunglasses on? Like, I'm proud of you, kid. He's mm-hmm. been alive the whole time. I That would be weird. <laughs> no, Baker's doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we disagree. We got to be careful with that. People are going to start thinking we're throwing it out willy-nilly. <laughs> you know, I... I appreciate the effort though he put in as far as the technical side of the fighting because it's he's definitely better as a fighter in this movie. He's clearly yeah. more physically built. The dude I looked into this, the guy would wake up at like six, go on a run, work out, eat, work out again, go home, shower, rest, wake up, go work out again. He'd work out like three or four times a day. Dang. It's and obviously that was for this and Black Panther, mm-hmm. which is the movie that Ryan Coogler went on to direct instead of the sequel. He wanted to direct this movie, but he got the offer from Marvel, and he was like, "Obviously, I'm going to take this." And he took Michael B. Jordan along with them, mm. but he didn't take Sylvester Stallone, which is disappointing. Right into, into Black Panther, he could have played Martin Freeman's character. Oh, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. He could play the white guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, what's it's either Martin Freeman as whatever pilot character who, who, can, who gives who a shit. Yeah. Uh, or he could play the Ulysses Claw character. Oh, that would be good. Can cool. you imagine Michael B. Jordan, the Sylvester Stallone Robin <laughs> Museums for the first half yeah. of the movie? Does he die in that movie? I forget. Yeah. He does. Yeah, yeah Killmonger kills him. Yeah. So, yeah. Sylvester Stallone would have a lot of fun with that. Oh, yeah. That'd be, that would be... That'd be something else. But what was something else with the decision that MGM made to be like, hey, uh, that's cool, Ryan Coogler, but we need to release this movie, so we're not waiting around for you to come back from Marvel. So we're going to give this to Stephen Keppel Jr. to direct. And you know what? No shade on him. He directed a short film before this Mm -hmm. and then got pegged for this. He did a great job. It's like this is his first first, first major movie. 
much better than a lot of other directors. Uh, you get thrown a sequel to a very successful reboot on this very historic franchise. He did a great job. I don't think the movie's issue is the direction at all. That being said, obviously, I think if Ryan Coogler directs a sequel, it's a much, much better movie. But that's, you know, a guy who's proven himself time and time again. Yeah. Uh, side note, uh, Stephen Capel Jr. is going to direct the next Transformers movie. Do you know what the... <laughs> is John Cena in that one? Uh, I don't think so. It doesn't I matter think anyway. They kind of, they're kind of doing like a soft reboot with this one okay. uh, again <laughs> like yeah. no more no more Shia LaBeouf no more Mark Wahlberg sorry you couldn't uh, see him anyway if John Cena was in the movie what do you think the the colon title is for this Transformers, Transformers 4 colon what no uh, this is would be technically six um Bumble- clearly you didn't see Age of Extinction and The Last Night oh so it's not okay I'm thinking Bumble okay yeah uh, this is this is uh I'm still gonna say Bumblebee back in business, baby. No. Okay. Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Beasts, you say? The Beasts. We got Beasts and Transformers? Bees? Bees? <laughs> bees? <laughs> bees? <laughs> Rise of the Bees. I kind of like bees better. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just a swarm of <laughs> of cars that look like Bumblebee. Think, a bunch of bugs. <laughs> I think I've only seen the first two Transformer movies. What if that's the thing? Like, it just pisses off Optimus Prime so much because all of his Autobot crew just really are on the trend of turning into <laughs> Volkswagen Beetles. It's Optimus like, Prime is allergic to, to bee stings. <laughs> the studio's like, we need to get shots of other like car companies in here. You guys can't just keep changing into VW Bugs the whole movie. <laughs> I Have like Herbie it. join them? Ooh. Yeah. Ah. Is Herbie a Transformer? Well, I well I think so, right? Yeah. He's a car that's alive. Can we get the multiverse crossover of Transformers, Herbie, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or whatever? What are Knight, Rider? Knight Rider? Knight Rider TV, Rider? but that could work. Stephen, throw, throw Stephen in the Quill, De- get on that, please. The DeLorean from Back to the Future. Can we have that in there, oh, too? Oh, his own spinoff movie? And he, well, can it, be, it has to be sentient cars, right? Sentient. Well, so, yeah, yeah throw out the DeLorean for a second. I guess the Millennium Falcon would technically count. After Solo, they plug that droid in there. Oh, yeah, It's yeah. kind of alive. Don't like that. But, you know, we can throw it in there anyways. <laughs> it's already a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that detail in Solo. Is it LR37? We can't get We gotta stop. Oh, we gotta go back on the train. We're down a rabbit hole. <laughs> I've got like a like a second and a half to edit this before it needs to come out. Machi machi. Okay. Uh, antagonist talk. Chat antagonist. The, the bad guys in this movie. We'll talk about both of them. Okay. Who are bad guy? Maybe not so bad guy. Is he we a got bad guy? Ivan Drago, Drago Drago, and his son, uh, little Drago Junior, uh, Victor Drago. <laughs> Uh, obviously we've got Dolph Lundgren back as Ivan, and then Florian Montenu plays Victor Drago. Uh, Florian was in Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings. He's got a sword for an arm. It's very, oh, very yeah. cool. Very yeah, cool. that's him. That's him. That's him. Okay, yeah, Still yeah, buff yeah. as ever, still playing bad guys. It's a good movie too, by the way. It is a good movie Ching too. Chi. Mm-hmm. What you been watching? Cut out the thing. Cut it out. <laughs> We're going. We'll get to that later. What they do with these villains, for the most part, really solid. 
You set up their backstory. Mm-hmm. It makes the pacing a bit choppy, in my opinion, because you're cutting I feel to like them. The pacing drags through the whole thing, or just through most of the first half. Can we talk about them, please? Yeah, but you okay. said the pacing was choppy. I was wondering, if, is that what you mean? Or when it goes to them, like I'm engaged with what the deal is with the Dragos, like mm-hmm. catch, keeping up with the Dragos and everything. Keeping up with the Dragos, everyone's favorite cha- show yeah. on yeah. Channel E. Mm-hmm. It comes on right after uh, Rise of the Bees. Uh, <laughs> Bees! <laughs> they, you know, basically set them up like, hey, after Drago's lost to Rocky, Russia was basically like, hey, uh, you're garbage now, we don't care about you. Which we got money. hints yeah. of, you mm-hmm. know, uh, in at the end of Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense why he'd be pissed off. He's got that yeah. very much like Iron Man 2... You know, hey, he's been brooding over there for so long, and now he's back. He wants his bird. <laughs> he wants his bird. Yeah, and so <laughs> to derail this with as many movie references as I can. I'm so sorry. We're, we're going, which is fine. No, you know what? People know we like movies, and that we're a bit ridiculous. I just, gosh, we I just hope movies. we don't sound like we're talking like a different foreign language to people when they turn this on. Did he say he wants his bird? <laughs> yeah. I, I yes, yes. Finish your point. My point is, it's a problem when we go from, like, the most interesting, like, newcomer in a rebooted franchise is, you know, Donna's Creed, to weirdly now somehow the villain is competing for that. That's a good thing. It's a good problem to have. you got a lot of interesting characters. But, like we said, the stuff that's going on with the Creed family is a bit stale to me. And I feel like they don't talk about Apollo enough. When they should, when this is like directly yep. correlated to that. So I'll get to my take. I I think both the Dragos give fantastic performances. I think most of the performances in this movie are good. Supporting, distracting, spoiler alert. I'm a thumbs up on performances. Nice. The script, however, for certain characters leaves something to be desired, I think. That being said, the story change I mentioned earlier that I would have changed, that I thought would have been really interesting, is you he wins the championship, and then... Who does? Creed, like okay. he does at the beginning of the movie, okay. and then gets challenged by Drago. Mm-hmm. And either in the first fight, or the second fight, he whether he loses the belt or not and has to you know defend it again, or, or whatever, to Drago, somewhere in the movie... I thought it would be really interesting if Creed accidentally or on purpose mm. kills Drago's son. With a gun. No. Oh, okay. In the ring. I thought he would pull it out and just no, shoot him in the middle of the ring. No, this isn't Southpaw. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this, to me, like that sounds over no. the top. But no, let's it doesn't. be honest. You want there to be higher stakes. Higher stakes, one. Yeah. Two, that presents a big problem. Because one, it's not like he would go to prison or something. Things happen. It'd be a mistake. It would just be the reverse of what happened to Uh his father. But the guilt of that, all of a sudden becoming the quote-unquote villain, I felt would have been extremely interesting. And then you could have had that lead into either the back half of this movie, like the third act of him just dealing with that and figuring that out and how to go on. Or lead into the third movie. Mm-hmm. Because at this yeah. point, it's made enough money, and it's not like Creed 2 was going to bomb, you know? 
right. People were going to go see it. And it made a lot of money. It did. So, so I know that's a challenge. Like that, yes. I'm throwing out something that seems maybe a bit far-fetched. But at no. the same time, it's like that could have been done. I feel like in a, in a tasteful way. And it would have made us all like question like I don't know how to feel about this anymore like is that right like I I think that's that's a very cool perspective and I would have liked to see something like that I kind of had a similar but different idea Mm -hmm. I don't like the whole first third of this movie of Rocky saying I can't let you fight him like I'm not going to be a part of it Mm -hmm. because we have to deal with that whole drama and it's Mm -hmm. just predictable you know Rocky's going to come back so get rid of all that yeah I think they should have had Rocky agreed to train him mm-hmm. for the first fight, mm-hmm. but Creed is like overcome with like bitterness and anger and like obsession, and he's like tearing himself apart training. And then Rocky backs away. It's like I, because this isn't healthy. I need to. Yeah, because it almost doesn't make any sense why he's so against. Um, yes. Because it's not like Drago's son's gonna kill. Adonis in the ring. But That's very, <laughs> it's very right, unlikely right, that yeah. that would happen twice. So the yeah. whole time, the first third of the movie, I'm like, why, why is Rocky so opposed to him fighting? Yeah. I think that's it's just was put into the script for dramatic effect, but it doesn't make too much sense logically to me. So I kind of wish You're, it leaned more yeah. into that. That's the thing where it's like when they should have been focusing on like more Apollo stuff, if we were going to harken back to anything. You like you said, we're de- dealing with this manufactured drama that doesn't completely make sense, and then at yeah. the same time, Rocky's choices in this movie don't completely make sense because you've got that, and then you also have all this stuff of him talking about how he doesn't know his son anymore. Really, he's estranged I don't from like his son that. and his grandson because at the end of Rock, correct me, Daniel, if yeah, I'm misremembering, no. at the end of Rocky Balboa. They're like chumming it up. They're it like good buddies. It makes no sense. It makes so, no sense. They're back on good terms. They talk about it briefly in Creed, where he's like, "Oh, he moved away, but things are good. We don't stay in touch," which you know makes sense. Rocky's not the most talkative guy. Yeah, I can't see him being emotionally available. But to the point of how much he talks about like family and how things have changed, like you don't think he would have like called him after like the events of Creed, like. Yeah, and this also he said seems, he missed yeah. the, the birth of his grandson. I was yeah, like, why? Like, why? That doesn't make it, like, at this point, It's, it's kind no. of manufactured to just make you feel something in the movie, but if you stay, take a step back, like, well, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, he would not have missed the birth of his, his no. grandson. Like, as no. much as he cares about his son, and they have their issues in the previous film, yeah. they're clearly worked out by the end yeah. of it. There's nothing that would, they like, and if there was some bigger falling out again... They would have talked about it. They would mm-hmm. have said something. So that's weird. All the Rocky stuff feels like this sounds, again, harsher than what I mean. It seems like a waste of time or a misuse of Rocky, whereas previously we're coming off like the highest peak of like, hey, should have won the Oscar, and he like makes that movie almost like and elevates it even though it was already fantastic. Yeah. This one, it's like we're pumped to see him in those montage scenes, and when he's talking about like the threat of the Dragos, especially like yeah. that I'm engaged in when he's talking about how like this man was born in hate, basically it's like, yeah, yeah. I would, I would be hesitant. I don't mind the hesitancy, but him like mm-hmm. quitting out. Yeah. Like it yeah. makes for a great third act. I will say that. Like if there is a part of this movie that really moves, it's the third act, but by the way, Threat of the Dragos, that's on HBO now, I think. Yeah, Threat of the Dragos, the yeah. spinoff of the spinoff. Uh, <laughs> Keeping up with the Dragos. Yeah. I, I, this is a very, very 
minute detail and I'm being too picky probably, but I don't like the final shot of after the second fight. Rocky goes up to him and says, this is your moment. And then the camera just shows him sitting down and they kind of make it all about Rocky again when I'm like, okay, you spent so much time with the first grade in this movie making it about Adonis and his story. And I feel like they kind of lean too much on Rocky. Yeah, yes and no. That's where the my pacing issues come in because you're balancing the Rocky drama and Rocky kind of taking a back seat. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, the birth of Creed's son, you know, the stuff going on in the home life with Bianca. Yeah. And then, you know, his downfall because in true Rocky form, wins the first fight in the first like little montage. I guess it's not really montage. It is an actual fight. Creed wins the belt. Go on, gets challenged by Drago, loses the first fight to Drago, and then spends the third act, you know, montaging and training to fight Drago again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the detail of, like, hey, he loses the fight and gets his ass handed to him, but because Drago took a last cheap shot after the bell, Drago actually didn't win. And mm-hmm. so he's just waiting in the background, you know going like whatever, you know, 6 and 0 against other opponents in the meantime while Creed heals. Mm. I do like that where it's like okay, in a in a real boxing sense, I feel like that's logically sound. Whereas yeah. sometimes in these Rocky movies it doesn't always make sense. This time it's like okay, I would be waiting too if I was the opponent like, all right, I want this guy who's the champion who I should technically be <laughs> crowned, you know, at this point the champion, but yeah. we're just waiting for him to heal up. Yeah, yeah. The only I, thing yeah. I would say about the villains, I think Dolph Lundgren's good in this. Yes, I think his. Um, we can act, jump into supporting distraction. Yeah, officially. I think Victor. I don't know. I I pre- I like his story and the the choices they make with him, but I don't feel like he has a lot of presence, and you're not that intimidated by him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went if I went in the ring with him, I wouldn't be scared if he was throwing punches at me. Which one? Who? A Victor. I would take Victor easily. I mean. Everyone knows this. Sure, Everyone yeah. knows this to be true. Daniel's been waking up at 6 in the morning and actually taking two showers and two workouts. And then he will go and eat twice. He's actually doing the Michael B. Jordan workout. Reverse. Two, well, doubled, actually. You take, two, you take two, oh, okay. two naps in the middle of the evening, wake up, run two times. I like to think it's reverse. Like, I'm working out all night, then I sleep all day, take two showers, eat five times a day. I'm just a koala. It's like all the wrong stuff. You're like, it's just all carb, right? (laughs) No protein? They're like, no, no, no. (laughs) No. I I can't find a way to... No presence sounds bad because, of course, he's intimidating and he kicked my ass. But I don't know. There's not a lot of charisma to him. And I think it's a similar problem to the villain in uh, Rocky Balboa. Ye- okay, I think this guy's much better because we see the he's the better, viciousness yeah. in his eyes a lot. He has vicious eyes. He does have vicious eyes. They, I think, make the mistake of not following through. Because there is a deleted scene where Creed and Drago talk after their fight in like the locker room or something, and it's mm-hmm. cut. And I felt like it was a pretty good scene because... The follow-through of this movie is, like, building up all these stakes for, on the personal side, of Drago. But then, like, he, Creed wins, and then we don't really hear from him again. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we all, we're all in on Creed at that point. When as they're trying to make him almost, like, the, you know, relatable villain. Not in an Apollo Creed sense, of course. But 
like someone we could keep our eyes on who could be a reoccurring boxer, you know, mm-hmm. come Creed three. But it'd be kind of weird at this point to do that too. Yes. What's also weird is like not like they give Bianca quite a bit to do. I think Tessa Thompson is still f- really solid in this movie. Yeah. If, if there's any you know supporting actor in the movie she's who good. is, she's always great. But. It's like she's given, like, if I list out the things that she's given to do, it's quite a bit. But at the same time, I can't really point to something like I could in the first Creed and be like, oh, yeah, I really liked in that scene when that happened or that line of dialogue. There's a lot of, like, almost wooden dialogue between them. And I'm not looking for some big, you know, marriage story-esque type argument between the two of them. That's not this movie at all. You know, the whole point is that Creed can't, you know, emote properly. And that's like their big mm. struggle after, you know, they have their, their child and everything. And he seems distant. All those different things. It just seems like I like the way it's resolved when she's coming out and sings his, like, uh, walk-in song for the championship Do you like match. the walk-in song? I don't like the song. I like the idea of they're a team, they're in this together now, whereas last time she was just kind of ignored and pushed to the yeah. sideline. I agree. I think it's cool that she's singing the song for him because they're working together, but uh, that song is not good. <laughs> it don't make sense, but it makes dollars. He's not, he's not fighting to make money. He is fighting to make money. He's fighting because he's a fighter, and that's all he knows. I he's told think us that. he's getting the bag. He is getting money. <laughs> he's getting a lot of money. <laughs> Sorry yes. to burst your bubble there, but yeah, I I like no one in this movie is making me like turn my nose up like it was with you know Tommy the Machine Gun or no, no. we don't speak like, of that name. Even I wasn't too big on Clubber Lang. Like this, I think. What? Remember, right? Wasn't I? No, I you remember. were pro Clubber. I like I like Clubber, but it's not you like were some pro Clubber. I'm pro Clubber for that movie, but I'm saying these movies are a lot a lot more serious. Everybody is in tone with the seriousness. No one's coming yeah, that's in. True. You know, with it should have that. been Mr. T's son. <laughs> right. There's no charismatic like performance, and I feel like it's it's almost missing that. There's humor, but not in the sense of like you know the other Rocky movies. There's no cheesy moments. There's like callbacks and stuff, little references that'll make you laugh. I do like when the training montage is about to start, and Rocky's like, "We gotta do things differently this time." And little Duke Evers is like, ah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's funny. But other than that, it's like <laughs> this whole, like, I'm not saying these need to be comedies or Marvel movies or anything like that. Sure but, sounds like it. That's what I'm hearing. Okay, sorry. That, let me say that for the record. I don't want that. But what I mean is for movies that are about boxing and the eighth entry in a franchise, like we said, we've had the dramatic moments as best as we can get them. So even though this movie is good, I don't want to make it sound like I'm not recommending this. It's just, I'm. they don't really, not that the first movie teed up anything, but we were excited to see more. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm like, what am I excited to see from Creed 3? You know, that's not going to yeah. be some retread of... Rocky one or well, Rocky I two it, I, or Rocky three. I made the comment about you or know, Rocky four. Sylvester's not coming back. Or Rocky dare f- say Rocky, Rocky five. Well, no, well, Rocky five would be weird if it was a Rocky five situation with Creed three, right? That would be very weird. It'd be even weirder if it was a Rocky Balboa situation. Okay. What if they redid Creed for Creed three? 
<laughs> Sorry, I had to get there. I had to get there. Sorry. Go, what, what, yes, go ahead. What was I gonna say? <laughs> what was I gonna I say? Oh, oh, I, I gave the movie Creed three. Not even come out yet. I gave it grief because I was like, oh, Sylvester's not coming back. But maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Maybe no. Rocky shouldn't yeah. show up. I kind of wish he had died at the end of this movie. A little That'd bit. That'd be too much like whatever Rocky two then I Rocky know, three. Yeah. I know, but what's he doing? This lazy bag of bones sitting he's around. Like, he's like, his guy is the champion of the yeah, world know, within the first know, 20 minutes of the movie. Of course he's It would he's have had gone. good closure to the story. Uh, no, then, actually, that, well. They would have been too packed. Think about they that. They should have done that, but taken out the his strange relationship <laughs> with his son. Because that doesn't make any sense. I, I think it, he, or yeah, maybe yeah. he retires and he goes and lives with his son in Vancouver. Yeah. Maybe. There you go. Maybe. I want some kind of closure. Because I maybe he should not be in Creed Well, there. that's the other issue we have yes. to discuss is this there's not anything out there like it, like solid or in production yet on this but there is a rumor mm-hmm. that rocky's gonna do his own <sighs> yep. spin-off of his franchise where he's playing rocky again but he's training someone else he's training he said he wants to train an illegal immigrant those were his words, exact words. I don't know why it was that specifically, but that's what he wants to do. That sounds not for the illegal immigrant part, but <laughs> Rocky retraining someone else at this point sounds so insurmountably terrible. Yeah, please, let's not. That I would have to be there opening night. <laughs> of course. It's like, I wouldn't want to watch a trailer. I would just want to know, What's this? You know, the Rocky spinoff? Okay, I'll buy my ticket, and mm-hmm. I will go watch it, because what on earth is that? Like, I don't know. There's been some stinkers, obviously, in But Stallone's it could be career, maybe he but... was invited back for Creed Three, and he's a little butthurt. They want me both, but I'll... You don't know. That I don't think so. He got, like, a nomination for the first movie. I know. He probably made Buku dollars for the second movie. Buku! And what, like... Why not come back for the third? They're already talking about your other movies within yeah. this movie, which, again, isn't a bad thing. It is the Rocky franchise. It's just, like, I'm torn because, yes, I would like to see Creed three. I'm excited to see where they go without Rocky. Yeah. But I feel like the most interesting part of the Creed story has already been done and happened at this point because Adonis won the championship. He is the reigning champion he had, you know, these issues growing yeah. up. He's worked through them. He is now engaged to be married. And he's got a kid now. It's like, mm. yeah, you could do another boxing movie. It could be good. But Creed starts doing MMA fighting. No. I don't know. <laughs> it's something different. Karate. <laughs> he takes up karate. Get him into the Karate Kid Kick franchise. Where's, where's my Rocky Cobra Kai crossover? Where okay. Man, I want it so bad now that I said it. I want it even more than Transformers Rise of the Bees. <laughs> and that's saying something. And that's saying something. You guys know I've been waiting for that for years. <laughs> you know, let's let's it's not all, it's really not all that bad. It, it, we've got some potent quotables and they are potent. Daniel, I want you to start us off. No. I want you to start. 
because mm-hmm. I don't really have any. Golly, I seriously Daniel. don't. That's the thing because I feel like the Come script on. in this movie is a little weak, and I kind of came away with it with like that. I don't. Daniel, have did any you watch? Did you finish this movie? Uh, yes, I can. You're contractually obligated to. I can't believe you. I really can't because well, I was going to say really... this was like the golden nugget. Don't look him up now. You've betrayed. This is the golden nugget of potent quotables. No, no, this is the golden nugget of like every Rocky movie we talk about. Is that like even if the movie's bad, there's always some like cash cows sitting there in the potent quotable. You Did know, I ruin that? What do you mean? Did you ruin that? This is like I'm the sorry. second time within this franchise that you've done this. Where it's like I didn't see any, but there's great ones in here. There I mean, was only one that stuck out to me. What is it? This guy is dangerous. I'm dangerous. That's it. That was it. That's the one. He's dangerous. He's dangerous. Uh, Danger Creed, Creed coming out Creed next year. Gets da- <laughs> dangerous too, I guess. Uh, I like when he's talking to Adonis and uh-huh. he's about to step into the ring for the championship fight and he says you know there's only three steps into that ring just three and tonight it's going to look as high as a mountain and we fly through them ropes it's going to be the loneliest place in the world because you're going to be in there with another fighter who wants to take you out so now you got to ask yourself are you here to prove something to other people or prove something to yourself that's classic rocky yeah but we've heard it so that's why i was saying like Have i did we? no we haven't He's never been no, talking I'm to... not specifically, yeah. but I'm Thank just you. saying it didn't Thank jump you. out to me of like, oh, I gotta write this down. I watched the movie and I was like, Nothing, nothing's grabbing me. We talked about I do it. like it when he was like, you know, I remember when you used to be this big. And he, he's like, you know, you were my whole world when you were this big. Little Creed. You know, and I just sometimes think about how little you were in my hands. I remember that. Remember that? <laughs> remember that part? I'm still salty about this lack of phone calls I'm sorry. Being to the table. I'm sorry, my Prada's up to cleaner. <sighs> you wouldn't be any good to anybody if you didn't do what you love. That's I like mm. that Creed says it to Bianca. I like that because it's not him winning the argument, but she keeps asking him like, "Why do you have to take this fight?" You know. Mm-hmm. And he relates it back to her passion for music. It's like, you love that. You want to keep doing that. Like, this is what I love. This is what I'm. why I'm going to do this. That, to me, is like the thematic like elements coming in and being presented in a way that's like resonating with me as a Creed, yeah. as a Creed fan, as a Rocky fan, as a franchise fan now. It's like, hey, th- yeah, that's what this has been about. The, the seeds were there before. And she kind of echoed that to him in the previous movie, but now he kind of says it to her in another roundabout way. And it's not recycled, but it's like he's won now. He's the champion. You know, he loses bad in the middle of the movie, but why does he want to keep fighting? He's got to have some big reason for it, and now he loves it. He is a fighter. He's accepted it. It's not out of necessity, but it's about passion now. And so even though he has a kid... It's still what he really, really wants to do. Hmm. I like that. No potent quotables in my ass. Uh, I do like how Adonis is asking Rocky for advice because he's about to go propose to Bianca. Right. Yeah. And he's like, how did you do it? And, you know, Rocky starts telling him, uh, so you don't mind marrying me too much. And then he starts talking about the tiger. He starts talking about the tiger. Like, yeah. A tiger there. <laughs> That's what I thought why, you were Why is that up? an important detail, though, to bring <laughs> up the tiger? I, dude, I There's had the same thing. reaction when I watched Rocky 2 <laughs> for the first time, you know, however many weeks ago. It's yeah. like, 
the tigers there is this the eye of the tiger thing like he's like i really like tigers it's like what's the significance we never found out and now we might not ever know i need closure daniel he bought that tiger that was rocky's tiger is that true yeah no it's not we'll find out in creed 3 (laughs) okay that's not that like i feel Mm -hmm. gullible but at the same time that's i feel like could be a thing like he bought bought back the dog from the money from the you know first movie it's like in the second movie he's just you know at that point rich as ever like well man what other kind of animals can i buy he just bought the whole zoo he bought a zoo he bought a zoo starring matt damon yeah our a little sneak peek into what our franchise we might talk about our excuse me our actor series we might talk about it this year we might right we 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 yeah we are I thought we were teasing we, the audience. We, we, I'm trying to tease the audience, and you just come we're in here and say, about, we, we are. Zoo. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> we already said we're talking about Matt Damon. Yeah, but we didn't say we were talking about We Bought a Zoo. Dude, we won't release everything we're talking about. But we're talking about eight Matt Damon movies. We can we say are. that. And to commit to the bit, me and Wes are actually buying a zoo. <laughs> we're looking at the down payment right now and i'm starting to sweat a little bit no no it'll be it's fine a seller's market out we'll get there. some ads going in the show a lot of ads it's a lot of ads rewatchable skill oh did you have more quotes you look like you had more quotes what's your quotes he's just a man be more a man than him mm. i Anyways, oh, thank you for. I just yes. I'm I'm stewing over here and just anger. Little like, West stew going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a little angry stew boy. I don't want to be disappointed again. <laughs> oh no! I'm like, if you came to me and were like, ah, this Matt Damon movie, I just couldn't. I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. I'm not gonna let this vote quotable thing go. I know, you know what? Payback for taking away my vote. I think we should shake hands on this. I didn't vote. You're acting like. I, Everyone has the right to vote! Not us! Everyone! We have the host choice. Everyone! Daniel. No! You know what? I'll let the, the guests vote also for the host you're choice, just to make it fair. of shit, because what? you didn't plan any potent quotables before you walked in I didn't, door. because I had nothing. Exactly. I, that is true. I did not plan any. Thank you. I really didn't, because I, I had nothing. That's what I'm saying. How could you have nothing? I didn't have anything. And, and when, it when just thinking about it, sitting here, you came up with like I came three. up with the zoo, the zoo quote, <laughs> and funny. I also I also read it was the, potent, the dangerous one, which wasn't even that great. That okay, it's not great, but it, yeah. it's there. You remember it? Is potent. It? It's slightly potent. It's pretty potent. Rewatchable scale and bagels. Uh, we've got seek it out, watch with friends. If it's on, what's the mood? Stab my eyes. Weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's like choking on liquid. I thought you were gonna say stab my eyes. <laughs> no, Weirdly, no. stab my eyes. I say it so positively, man. Hey, no. real quick, good mo- It's a good movie. <laughs> real quick, in the you can cut this out if you want to. I had, <laughs> at this point, no, I have no time. <laughs> it was funny. No time to die coming on theater soon. Oh man. <laughs> and so I, I don't know. I was really, I laughed. Out loud in the last scene when he meet uh, Rocky meets his grandson <laughs> he Logan. He meets his grandson. Yeah. He meets his grandson. He's like, "You want to play catch?" He gives him a ball. He's like, "Here you go." And it looks like he's about to turn around and leave. I thought Rocky <laughs> was just going to say, "You want to play all the way Do to you like Canada? To play, catch? play with your dad." <laughs> 
He's like, well, that was a nice trip to Canada on my way wait, back. Wait, 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 wait. He had to drive to Canada. Yeah, Presumably. Vancouver. How? Because Rocky thought Jamaica was in Europe. <laughs> so how, did, how did he get to Vancouver? It was a long drive. Rocky got turned around. He was What's in Texas the, for a short be, point. Can that please be this, whatever this spinoff is? Is Rocky like... Rocky road trip? Rocky road trip. He's, He's going Rocky across road the, on the poster shrugging. <laughs> He's in Tampa. Oh, uh, Vancouver? Yeah. <laughs> He's on the ferry it's passing the try- Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Vancouver? Gets, he gets up to the border. They're they're trying. I want someone to explain a passport to Rocky, please. <laughs> so I gotta have this piece of paper. Actually, you know what? He, fair enough. He probably still has one from Rocky Four. Oh, you're right. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Well, okay, anyway. A rewatchable scale. Yes. Watch with friends. I feel like this movie, because of like the lulls in certain parts, which you could like talk over and make bits with. Mm -hmm. But then the moments that get you amped up and like excited for it are really good and play well to a crowd. I didn't get to see this movie in theaters. I rented it. Uh, Loser. Sorry. So how was the crowd reaction when you saw it in theaters? Silent. Was it really? It was really silent, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. I don't feel like anyone really liked it in the theater. It was pretty quiet throughout. I liked it. It's okay to like, you don't need to be rude. Yeah. But, for example, Daniel and I went and saw Fast and Furious 9. (laughs) Fast 9. Oh, yes, we The Fast Saga. And people were like clapping Mm -hmm. throughout that. And now, given this was like one of the first major releases back in theaters after quarantine, along with like A Quiet Place 2, which was in fact silent (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) Yes, it was. But there was like moments that, you know, of laughter, of clapping, of cheering at certain character Mm -hmm. moments and, and plot developments in that movie. I feel like Rocky, especially Creed, you should be able to clap and cheer, you know? I don't know. You would think. You would think. But I guess everybody everybody was there with their fathers, just bummed out that they weren't seeing the flashy cartoon Spider Man movie. So they were all the audience was bummed. (laughs) Did I tell you about when I saw Infinity War in theaters and the girl in front of me? What didn't we go together or no? Oh, we did. I saw it again. Did we or was that Endgame? We saw Endgame together, not Infinity War. Go on. Yes, it was the second time I saw Infinity War in theaters. But the lady in front of me bought this huge, huge. Uh, you know, bowl of popcorn and uh-huh. big old Coke. Yeah. And she comes big in late. <laughs> she comes in late with her son. If they're... you're late to Infinity War, yeah, by the way, that plot you. has already like ran out the window. <laughs> like... If you're five minutes late, you've missed <laughs> so much. That movie moves so fast. I, that movie makes me nervous. It's so fast paced. <laughs> but they sit down like, sorry, excuse me. And yeah, then they right. sit down and the kid... <laughs> The kid picks up the popcorn, throws it on the ground. She goes, no! <laughs> she screams. <laughs> so I would have been mad if it was my first time, but it was my second time. So I was just crying laughing. <laughs> so he just wanted to be abruptly chaotic yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, you can tell he was like, just ah. a brat kid who just wanted to be annoying. But yeah, he just tossed it. No! <laughs> uh, oh, my rewatchable scale. Uh, I'd yeah, probably right. say if it's on. Okay. okay so Fair enough. On. Yeah. Yeah. Bagels, Daniel. Bagels. Mm-hmm. You go first. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What. Uh, five point five. Whoa. Six point one. Okay, pretty close. Yeah. It's yeah, it's good. Decent. Decent movie. 
I feel like it has room to go up. I don't think this could go any lower than that for me. It's still fresh. It's still up. Fresh freaking rotten oh, tomatoes, why Daniel. Why do we keep missing our bits? Oh, we did such a good job with everything else. Hold on. Okay, well, now we give an R score. I'm going to say, I obviously, I think that critics and audiences were up on this movie. You said you looked it up, though, right? Yeah, I did. I did. Can I'll, you pull I'll, it up? I'll, I'll read it to you, Wes. Yeah, read me that critic consensus. What are we doing? Creed. <laughs> I think this will be the first time I just leave everything in. Like, why not? Like, I'm opening up a LaCroix beverage. You definitely oh, have it. This I have it now. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. No. Okay. So, uh, Critics, 2018, Thanksgiving. Okay. What you uh, got? Creed 2's adherence to franchise formula adds up to a sequel with few true surprises but its time-tested generational themes still pack a solid punch i agree with i agree with all of that do you yeah i'm still that sounds like a 79 for critics is what that sounds like for critics no higher 83 I was in the area within yeah, five, yeah, but it wasn't seventy nine. All right, what's the audience score? It's probably like an eighty eight. No, seventy nine. <laughs> That's why I was second guessing. Like, wait, did you see? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you were close. All right, you were close. All right, um, cool. Yeah, people like this movie. Yeah, which well, they should. Like, I don't think they're wrong for that. I think yeah, a lot of this part of this has to do with yeah. Creed is fantastic. Getting to watch that is always a treat. Mm-hmm. Creed two. Uh, it seems pretty formulaic, but it's in the in the best of ways. Like it's it's a very solid Rocky movie. It is not going to disappoint you at all if you're a fan of the franchise. And I'm excited for Creed three still, and weirdly excited for this Rocky spinoff and Transformers: uh, Rise of the Bees. Mostly Rise of the Bees. Really, and keeping up with the Dragos, the HBO Max spinoff. <laughs> we can't <laughs> yeah. forget Daniel. We can't. Um, let's rank these these Rocky movies, oh, shall geez. we? Yeah, I was afraid of this. I yeah, I've got mine. I think. I think I got mine too. Okay, go ahead. Okay, um, Creed Which, on top. Okay, yeah. Spoiler alert for you. Yeah. You you say for me? You're not gonna put. I, well, that's what you're saying. Oh, that's what oh. you're saying. I want to make sure the audience okay, knows okay, it's okay, you that's okay, talking. Okay. This is Daniel's ranking. Okay. I am Daniel. You, I am Wes. This is the Bagel Boys Show, a movie podcast. It's not meant to be taken seriously. Seriously, we have three different mini series covering five year old films, franchises, and final actors, and this is our franchise series on the movies of Rocky. Wes just blacked out, and he just said those words. It's like a Pavlov's dog response. <laughs> yeah. He just yeah. Um, Creed number one. Mm-hmm. Then you got Rocky. Okay. Good movie. You got Rocky three. Okay. <laughs> and then you got Rocky two. Uh-huh. You got Wow. Creed you two are thinking Creed about two? this right now. <laughs> no, I, I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> Don't say no. No, I'm second guessing myself. Okay. I'm second guessing myself. Right. Creed two. Uh-huh. Rocky Balboa. Uh-huh. Rocky four. Mm-hmm. Rocky five. I, I was list. I was thinking maybe I would switch Creed Two and Rocky Balboa. Second guess myself, but no, I'd probably keep it that way. All right. Yep. Very top of the list. Mm. Rocky Two. I knew it. Right there, close second. Creed. Now remind me, which one did we give the Baker's dozen to? Creed. 
Yeah, so... Uh, okay. When people start yelling at me that, that it doesn't make sense... Doesn't. Guess what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I like, I I like Rocky too more than I like Creed. I do. You and do. I, I do, genuinely. You, yes, you do. It's not like I dislike Creed in any way. Mm-hmm. I still stamped off on the Baker's Dozen and the quality line. There's like, yeah, you pass yes. all the marks. Yes. You weren't willing to give Rocky two a Baker's Dozen, and I think that's just fine. No ill yeah. will. Doesn't but on like my it, personal list, Rocky two, then Creed... Then you got Rocky. Yes, you do. Then you've got Rocky Four. Yeah. Okay. Quattro. Okay. Then tied. Like them both you can't about tie. the same. Nope, you can't tie. Ro- okay, fine. You can't tie. Rocky three, Rocky Balboa. Creed two, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Creed two, You're Rocky Balboa. Of this as you go, aren't you? And then at the bottom, Rocky Five. Okay. And there's a let me make this very clear. There is a colossal gap between Rocky Balboa and Rocky Five. There's a and then there's a yes. pretty decent sized gap between Rocky Balboa and Creed Two. You think so? Mm-hmm. It's not okay. as big of a gap. There's like fifteen piles of dirt, and underneath that is Rocky Five. Above ground <laughs> sits yeah. Rocky Balboa okay. in like a two story home. That's where Creed is. Then you get into, like, the big boys on top of the roof. You got that, you know, Rocky 3. Rocky's on top of the roof? On Rocky 3 is on top of that roof. Then mm-hmm. over there you got the building, the businesses of Rocky 4 Incorporated. I'm lost it's a in bigger, this analogy. It's a bigger skyscraper, you mm-hmm. know? After that, you get into, like, the helicopter stages. <laughs> we got Creed in a helicopter now? Uh, apparently. In, in whatever it is. I, I, I'm forgetting my list now. He's what, trying to find Rocky. Vancouver. Rocky's, Rocky's in the helicopter. Rocky's in the helicopter. On top of, like, that crazy, like, Dubai building is Creed. And then in the stratosphere and the satellite, looking down on everything is, <laughs> is Rocky I think that too. was right there. He's pointing <laughs> at Australia. It's like, that's not Rocky. Okay. <laughs> All, this whole episode's been ridiculous. Guess what? This franchise has been ridiculous sure in more has. ways than one. But it's been endearing. It's been heartfelt. I've had fun. I've had very fun. Have you I had don't, fun? I don't regret it. Uh, I'm glad people are still listening to the show. Mm-hmm. I hope you all at least watched one Rocky movie. If there was one to watch... I, I would think Daniel would say Creed. And again, I don't, you wouldn't be disappointed. It's a great entry point. Uh, another good entry point, Rocky, first one. Absolutely. I think that's your only two options. You want to start with Creed, you want to start with Rocky, one or the other. Yes, you do. There you go. <laughs> or like, I think we gave, uh, Stan, uh, can, can, can Creed 2 stand alone, Stallone? No, it can't. So, no, 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 no. There's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of backstory. A lot to of a setup. fault. Yes. Sure. Uh, yeah, so good bagels. Good bagels. Decent bagels. Good movie. Decent good movie. Good soup. Good stew. What you been watching? What have I been watching? Mm-hmm. You say? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Shang-Chi yeah, came out. Ten, we both like Shang-Chi. Those ten rings, those baby. Those ten rings, baby. He found them all. He did. Uh, Spoiler alert. They were was, hiding. It's I wish it was onion hunt. rings. That would have been even cooler. Mm, Shang-Chi and the onion rings. <laughs> I liked it. I think Aquafina stole the show for me. Mm. She was great. What else have you been watching? What else have I been watching? Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just keep playing the track over and over again. <laughs> uh, Malignant? Is that how you say the word? I haven't said it out loud yet. 
How do you say it? It's malignant. Malignant. I thought the G was silent, maybe. <laughs> like lasagna? Like benign. <laughs> okay. Uh, malignant. I watched malignant, that which was bonkers ass movie. Bonkers. A lot of fun. If you like horror movies, mm-hmm. definitely watch it. If you don't like horror movies, you probably won't like the first half, but maybe you'd be surprised with the second half. Probably still won't like it, but you will be entertained. It becomes more of like a thriller action movie in the second half, I would say. Yeah. More slasher and stuff. Um, it's on HBO Max. Like it to... is free if you have that subscription. I think that's their monthly movie this month, so you've got like maybe a week left. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth it. I watched the Bob Ross documentary on Netflix. It was pretty interesting. Very cool. You know, I just knew Bob Ross as, you know, the memes, the happy little trees, but it was kind of cool getting more of a backstory. It's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah. I, I watch documentaries sometimes. I'm a very learned man. Very, very intelligent. Yes. What have you been watching? Star Wars Visions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have very, you watched any very more? Very interesting. I've got one. like three episodes left. Oh, okay. So you've watched more than me. Some of them are bad. Really? Very bad. They take wild swings, though, like I've been told anime does. So it's like, at least I can appreciate that. Not a big anime fan, but I am a fan of this because it's Star Wars. Uh, first episode, if you watch it and you think, by golly, that's like the best thing I've seen in Star Wars in a long, 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 long time. Uh, you're in, you know, the same company as a handful of people I've seen mm-hmm. reactions to online. Don't think that the rest of it is going to be like that because it's not. The next episode is about like a band. I think I like the second episode better. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> it, the it, second but... episode is really fun. I enjoyed yeah. it quite a bit. It's All fun. the animation styles are different, which is something I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And they aren't connected, at least the ones I've seen, to really anything at all. There's familiar, obviously, Star Wars elements in all of them, whether it's the prequels, sequels, or original trilogy. It's all over the place there. None of it's, like, canon. It's not going to be like, oh, hey, here's Luke Skywalker and Han Solo animated. No. Boba Fett shows up, but that's... Boba Fett shows up, yeah. Yeah. Um, What else have I been watching other than Malignant and Shang-Chi? I think that's mainly been it uh i don't think i had time to watch any other movies other than that and creed too oh i did watch night's tale for that you watched for, it already mm-hmm, i'm gonna watch it again because let me just be very clear here i take listeners choice episodes very seriously so mm. i'm gonna be deep diving on that and yeah that's about it about it that's it well you were on vacation you didn't have a lot of time to watch i was television on vacation and whatnot I was, yeah. Oh, can I say one more? Mm-hmm. I watched Vacation Friends on Hulu. How was that? Surprisingly funny. Yeah? Yeah, I would recommend it. John Cena is really funny in it. Okay. I'm, Where's I'm, that on? Where's I'm that kind of digging John Cena lately. Yeah. He was great in Suicide Squad. He's just a big old Fast goofball. Nine. Fast Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Hulu. Okay. Oh, I watched The Way Back, the Ben Affleck basketball drama again. On the plane. Did you? That's where I had time to watch stuff on vacation. Fantastic plane movie. Liked it better than I did the first time. Probably because I was on a plane. Because it's it just it was like perfectly timed to where mm-hmm. I didn't wasn't interrupted at all. I was able to watch it without the fear of someone looking over and seeing like something crazy going on on the yeah. screen. Uh, and it's just a good like hey. This actor is good at what he does. <laughs> ben He's Affleck, good at being sad. Ben Affleck, good at his job. Who knew? <laughs> we love you know seeing who sad, did know? Ben. You know what? who did know? What? Matt Damon. Because they're friends. They are and friends. We're going to talk about that 
We're doing a deep dive on Matt In Damon two weeks. But before soon. that, like we said, thank you again so much for voting in our listener's pick. Tonight's tale. We're very excited. No guests as usual on that. But the Matt Damon series is fairly guest heavy. There's only eight yeah, episodes. Yeah, we're bringing the guests yeah. back. We've decided to let them in. Let them in. We've opened our doors again. Mm-hmm. We've also opened up the floodgates because of what we kind of set up with our franchise series last year. So we will, at some point, be talking about Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Yes, we have to. And I think that comes out in like a week, not even. Yeah, we got to get we gotta get. We got to get that. moving on We'll do a little this. lunch special. And then we'll also be talking about Spider-Man uh, no, no Way Home. Which no time looks, to die no time to home uh, <laughs> no time to carnage home so many rise so of the bees uh th- <laughs> thank you all for listening to this episode of the big voice show we'll see you all next time and i'll miss you will you it won't be that long i'll miss them okay daniel's a little bit more needy than i am i guess i'll I, see I, you around I see you around kid i need to This is a. <laughs> oh no. This is a movie synopsis that I found. And I want you, just by this like synopsis, kind of like tagline esque stuff, I guess it's a synopsis. I just want you to tell me what you think the title of the movie is, okay? Okay. Okay. Is this movie come out already? No. Oh, it's coming out? No. It's. Oh. it's Yes, and I think it's in production, oh, so okay, okay. It, it's going to be a while. There's probably I don't. There's no trailers for this. Okay, it's just something that came across in my research, and I thought it was really fun. In your research, okay. are you ready? Okay. <laughs> Alex, a charismatic but lonely New Yorker, moves to Hawaii in hopes to become a successful date doctor. But the last thing he expected was falling in love with a surfer. Sparks fly, and so do dramatic waves as Alex tries to balance his career along with helping his newfound love take care of her young sister and their new cantankerous puppy. What's the title, Daniel? What's the title of this movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, Surf and Love. It's called Lilo and Hitch. very angry. (laughs) Gotcha.